0: This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-host Will Sterling, Jeff DeRay, and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one
1: hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Blattcast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Blatt.
2: Welcome to the Blackcast, the show that would do anything for love, but it won't do that. The show that uh, is about to issue an ultimatum to Spotify. Uh, Basically, if you take down everything that isn't the Blackcast, otherwise we're leaving. Yeah. So uh, that is the kind of uh, clout we have here in podcast land. As always, I am Christian Blatt, joined by the one... The only superstar, William Sterling. Superstar.
3: Yeah. Ghetto superstar. That is what you are.
0: Yeah. For the, uh, well, was was cool. I mean, I love it. Uh,
2: yeah. You know, uh, I love hearing that right there. <laughs> uh, and uh well, I don't know, Jeff, would you think that you're more ghetto or superstar? I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask, let you decide. You make the call
0: well i live with a, a jewish woman so Whoa. <laughs> it to the ghetto <laughs> well
2: there's a reason that uh will was introduced as uh a, as a superstar and there's a lot of stuff i want to talk about but uh to black Cas nation nothing in the uh, many years of this show is more important than uh the will taraj mm. And uh, this uh, photograph, courtesy of <laughs> Coltrane, who may or may not be with us uh, today. Yeah. If not, he will be with us next show. Uh, he uh, took some photos from his uh, television that he wanted to share. He was very excited, very excited to be here and uh, talk to Will about it. Uh, will, you were uh, you were a waiter on Blackish. We talked about it last time. You teased yeah. the wrong episode. Yes,
3: yeah. So, <laughs> it um, was episode three, not episode two. Not episode that's two, either. but that's. Do you not want right.
0: a confession? I watched that whole fucking episode twice because i was like did i miss him
3: oh see you're such a good you're an actual real friend like i watched the episode myself a lot of people watched it and you watched it twice yeah i'm so sad that i misled people and made people wait i did
2: i did what i i watched the first one just once and then i saw you post like oops my bad yeah So that's what I'm saying. I
0: watched the first one twice and 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 the second one, not at all. This one, I saw him right away. I was like, ah, I will. That's one of those like missed opportunities where I was like, Oh, you couldn't get an Oh boy in there. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, Uh,
3: I was also worried that I was going to get cut out. Like my episode of uh, this is us many years ago where nobody tells you, you know, and uh, I was like, watch it. Everybody. This is the right episode. I saw the scene come up and then the scene ended. And I was like, sweet. Well, I wasn't in it. So, Jeff, you're a you're a true member. You're you're like captain of the wheel Now you watched it twice yeah. just out of the goodness and of your and heart. And I didn't even say anything because
0: I didn't want it to be like weird. Last time we talked about it, I was like, I just won't say anything I'll just Keep that I'll to myself. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I appreciate it. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, Will, what can uh, what can you tell us uh, about your uh, big network television appearance on Blackish on ABC, which I believe people can probably find it on Hulu and the ABC app? Yes. The third episode of the season. Yes. Uh, was there was there more filmed that didn't make the cut? Uh, did you did you have a little song and dance there? No. At the
3: I it, everything that I, all my lines were in. Actually, I thought awesome. that maybe one got cut, but then I rewatched this like the I. Looked at the whole thing as I was like clipping out my scene for my reel, and I was like, Oh, yeah. it's on there. So, um, no, you know, just a couple lines as a waiter. I'm, i I love that they, they gave me a little cutaway just to well, show my awkward face. That yeah, was I, I thought coverage. that was a good
2: reaction. Yeah, uh, but uh, if anything, even if you didn't have any lines, the fact that you got this on screen credit co starring yeah. William Sterling, all my friends and, were like,
3: Co star, isn't that yeah. better than guest star? And I was like, oh. No, it's nuts. But you
2: you know where the big money is. You should just special appearance by. Oh, you had gotten special appearance by Will Sterling. You would have probably made like five times as
0: much scratch. What
2: were you going to say, Dan?
0: The uh, dot on the eye and you can pretend you played Walter. As in Ken Walter (laughs) Coltrane
3: and William Sterling as Walter
0: (laughs) who was Walter.
3: He's
2: that, he's that extra, he's that extra Muppet from the Jason Siegel. uh, It's like, yeah. And here's my, here's my friend, Walter, Walter, Walter Walter the waiter. Well, uh, it was very exciting. Now was that one of the auditions that you had to cancel on the black cast for? I like to think that I didn't stand in the way. Okay. Well,
3: some of the ones I've canceled, uh a recording for i've gotten callbacks for i've got i've done well my callback game in late 2021 early 2022 is strong but the booking game is low so i thought i was on avail for a state farm commercial my agent's like i'll follow up and then not even my agent responded to me (laughs) all the days came and went to shoot that commercial so i was like gonna guess i was let go i wanted Um, you to
2: be the new jake from state farm
3: it it, it would i would have interacted with jake from state nice It you was, would have been
2: Jack, his his uh, his
3: uh, more handsome brother. I didn't sign an NDA, but it, let's say it was would have been a super job if you know what I mean. Oh, um, cool.
0: yeah. It would have so been fine, you would
2: have probably. been with the soup Nazi.
0: Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> yep, no no state, state Farm
2: for you. Yeah, I'm
3: just gonna say it.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> endorsing Super Salad, but
3: that the cool the black <laughs> this soup plantation. That'd be a good commercial for Christian. Um, uh, we, it, hold uh,
2: on, pour one out for soup plantation. RIP. It didn't. It didn't, it, it didn't make it through the pandemic. It got like a month. There was into, a, there it was got a, a month Nat into Turner the pandemic.
0: Revo- revolution. Sorry. There was there was a there was a what revolution? I'm there sorry, was a Jeff. Nat Turner style revolution <laughs> against the soup pla- It is weird. that It's
3: called plantation. Like, well, in other of parts part of the, the problem, country, I it's think.
2: called sweet tomatoes, which is a lot more cuddlier, friendlier name. It just yeah. in California, it was called soup plantation. But you know what it's called now? <laughs> Empty real estate.
3: Yeah. yeah, Let's see who won that one. Um, But the cool thing about this booking was that actually the, I think they already had somebody cast and he couldn't do it for some reason. I mean, nobody, I I don't need to, you know, they don't need to share that information, but they called my manager and were like, Hey, can you just come do it? And he was like, sure. So it was like two days out from when they were shooting. And so the casting director, you know, I've read for them a bunch of times. So they, Obviously remembered me. Maybe I was a memorable where? waiter from some other self-tape that they're like. I like him. He's like yeah. waiter number two. So he when waiter
0: like number he one, could, didn't he looks
2: make like it, if I asked him for more breadsticks, he would bring them. Yeah, there was like that me.
0: Hulu pilot you did where you were a waiter.
3: I was also a waiter in the Hulu. That's how I got my sad card. Yeah, I was. I make a great waiter. Let's mm-hmm. make. Uh, maybe I could do still waiting three because they did do number two direct to DVD sequel still waiting,
2: but well, or
0: no waiting still waiting. What they were just
2: called this, still waiting wasn't that the second one.
0: I think the third Maybe. one would be called, can I see the manager? It's um, <laughs> not Karen's all Karen's. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. Where, okay.
2: So where did you go to film that and how much time did you spend on set?
3: That was on the Disney lot Nice. in, Wait, in Burbank? Burbank. Yeah.
2: Okay. You must've forgotten where I live, but that's okay. Go on.
3: <laughs> Sorry. I was there for all day. I don't even know what I was doing before or after that. I mean, I got okay. there at like eight and then I yep. don't leave until seven. Um, and we shot it all in a studio lot. So it was like a you know, a, a set in soundstage number seven or whatever it was. Nice. Um yeah, if people can believe it, a lot of those scenes. It's not a real restaurant. What but you Wait. Didn't know that about movies. It's fake, fake it as a fake restaurant. Uh, uh fake check. it was a fake my, bill, it was a fake my, credit card. Crazy. My
2: favorite thing was earlier in the episode when they were literally eating at the disney commissary outside on the disney lot because see i have the fox
3: one too a lot yeah. in shows yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well especially now it's probably just uh you know you have you have all of your covid protocols on set and uh you know it's just like yeah let's just uh let's just eat outside it's fine yeah uh, did you have to like get uh, tested before tested on arrival or what was that like? Cause these yeah, are all, by the way, these are all questions that I've gotten. I think most of these questions I've gotten from Jason Blair. He really wanted tests. to know a lot about your onset experience. Yeah.
3: Two tests before I even was able to shoot and then a test day of. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, can you do it? Yes. Okay, you have to test today, you have to test tomorrow, and then when you arrive on Friday, because I think we shot, we we did shot a shoot on Friday. Right. Excuse me. Then a test as soon as I arrived. Um, yeah.
2: Well, uh, Sam Whitfield would like you to know that uh, he has a lady friend who is disappointed that you're taken. Oh. I think we all have lady friends who are disappointed well. you're taken. And let's be honest, a few gentlemen friends who are also sorry that you're taken. We used to work with one. Listen.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, but he can have Nicole now. <laughs>
2: now I'm not sure who you're talking about
3: oh I know, David. Just, well, okay uh, we're talking about the same person okay, okay. Yeah. producer uh, cactus did um, yeah,
2: the engaged cactus Dave
0: that's, that's right. like a I dick joke to... about him right a, a dick, dick joke? joke dick joke the cactus thing <laughs> the cactus yes <laughs> that was <laughs>
3: when he was going to be going over to go country yeah his first uh, country station and we all still worked for Dennis and uh Christian started calling him Cactus Dave and then it became Cowboy Dave I think after that. Well, there's but actually a basis for that.
2: Dave. There in, uh, in in New York in the 80s there was an afternoon DJ on the Top 40 station uh Z100 his name was Jack the Wack. I might have even told the story when we happened. Jack the Wack uh, relocated and he became Cactus Jack. Uh, I forget where, what market he moved to, but yeah. he was no longer Jack the Whack. He was Cactus Jack. So I was just like, clearly you're going to become Cactus Dave. And by the way, he's still just David. He's not Cactus Dave or Cowboy uh, Dave. No, that, yeah, I thought that that would have been good, but, uh, he uh, maybe we'll uh, be able to get him to stop by sometime soon uh, on the Black Cast, but uh, we didn't even get Coltrane to show up today. Corner but, and uh, corner He, a he, he does news. send his regrets. He was very excited to talk. He was excited about the Will Tarrash. You know that's uh, number one on Coltrane's agenda. Yeah, is all. You guys are all front row seats.
3: Yeah, you're in the conductor's. You're in the little cabin with me. You can wear. I'll give you pins. You can wear. A hat. You can wear my hat <laughs> oh when my I fly gosh. the plane. You know whatever you're you to Pin me, Will. This is getting serious. <laughs> oh, you bet. You you betcha. <laughs> well,
2: who who's going to get to wear your jacket? You with the big W on it. Your Letterman um, Will's jacket.
3: Uh, we'll we'll let we'll let Buczynski wear that. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like my Letterman right. jacket. You know, as long like, as he ties it with the arms around his waist. Oh that's yeah, I,
2: I was thinking over the shoulders, <laughs> but you're right. I think I'll give
3: and I'll give, give I'll give Coltrane a promise ring. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, uh, this was uh, very exciting, and uh, anything else in the pipeline, or uh, just uh, doing well in your callback game? And we'll see what's next, or uh, yeah. have, you, have you shot anything that we might see sometime soon, William?
3: Yes, Pam and Tommy. Oh, which right, will be on Hulu, I think Tuesday,
0: February, uh, Wednesday, February, no, 2nd, Wednesday, February, February, 2nd. February 2nd, because I don't know, Tommy Lee's uh, dick, or yes, did we yes. talk
3: about this on the show? I think we did talk <laughs> yeah, about that, yeah. it, that you <laughs> the, it. the bridesmaids yeah. thing, the bridesmaids thing. uh (laughs) uh, i don't have any speaking lines we'll see how much of my uh, my me shot in the episode makes it because i'm standing like right next to nick offerman talking with him but like quietly and then he turns around and says a line and i'm in a moment with taylor Schilling. so like it'd be hard to cut me out but i am wearing a silly costume so we'll see if people can pick me out i think it's episode two so if they're releasing more than one episode a week uh Maybe it'll be you, out on Wednesday. You'll have to wait.
2: Yeah. Uh, Taylor Schilling, uh, of course, best known from the uh, first in the series of film adaptations of Atlas Shrugged. I'm sure that's what she's best known for. Uh, what? Yeah. They recast uh, all the actors like three times as they made all the sequels as they went along. And she was in the first one. This is before Orange is the before New Black. Before Orange is the New Black. Wow. Yeah.
0: And the audience shrugged. <laughs> How many of those did they make? <laughs> uh
2: Three, and I believe it was too many. Yeah, I think one was probably too many. Well, you know, it's uh, I can I can see wanting to adapt uh, a a literary work, but uh, you know, there's a there's a really bad Fountainhead from like the 50s, and uh, you know, I think some things don't translate well. What were you going to say, William?
3: Somebody might surprise you. His like number one passion, dream project to be able to make the Fountainhead is Zack Snyder. Really, he's wanted to make that forever and ever and ever. And people I've, are like, oh, you're gonna get to do it? He's like, we'll see, let's let's see. I'm like, this is maybe not the time to make it. <laughs>
2: I've, uh, I've heard uh, Robert Downey Jr. speak for years about how much he wants to do a Pinocchio where he's Geppetto. And I'm just like, it doesn't sound like it's great, but how has nobody been like, yeah, right, you can do that as long as you make like, you know, some other, you know, durals. make like another, make another Sherlock Holmes for us and then you can go make Geppetto.
3: You want more of those Sherlock Holmes?
2: I mean, I like the ones that I saw. The the Benedict Cumberbatch show is great, uh, but I also like those movies. They're just, they're different, you know? They are different. It's like Pirates of
3: the Caribbean, but Sherlock Holmes, basically.
2: (laughs) Sherlock of the Caribbean.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's like the same format. Yeah. With the Hans and uh,
2: Ivan Soto in the chat. uh, uh, Nick Offerman in a drama. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, look, he's got... I think
3: it's it's pretty ridiculous. I would say it's probably more of a comedy than a drama. Yeah. Comedic retelling.
2: And uh, coming to the rescue, uh, Raging Rhino, who, by the way, recently had a birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Raging Rhino. The Fountainhead movie was a mess because Ayn Rand wouldn't allow them to change any of her dialogue in the script. Well, that was just a bad licensing deal because I saw that movie about making Mary Poppins. And uh, she wasn't happy. And Walt was just like, it's too late. The movie's done. She <laughs> <laughs> said, I love that. And it, like, it. And she's like, oh, we've got to change. There's so much we have to change. And Walt Disney's just like, no, nah, the movie's finished. Thanks. Yeah, let me sit and down. Let and me buy your film. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to get into this hot take with you, uh, Ivan Soto. Yeah, that's it. Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock, and Johnny Lee Miller. Sherlock show way better. I did not enjoy the that Johnny Lee Miller. I like Johnny Lee Miller a lot, uh, especially in tra- the two train spotting movies. But uh, I like Lucy Liu. Did not enjoy that show. It's a it was just a network procedural. Didn't uh, didn't win me over. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I knew that uh, Raging Rhino had a. Uh, had a, a birthday it was the and he had posted that the day he was born American Pie by Don McLean was the number one song so that gave me the idea for the ongoing feature on Instagram that we're doing at blackcast blackcast a day every day we post a link to an episode because we have well more than 365. Right Does that here, mean this, you're going to
3: pr- post some of the problematic ones where we would all get canceled? I don't need to do that in the course of this year.
2: If really? I really, yeah, because you have to think about it. So there's 365 days. There'll be at least 52 new episodes this year. That's true. So I don't need to go that far back. Um, I, and I've posted some older ones uh, just a couple of times, like the, the amazing Spider-Man two. Uh, yeah, opus i did that um so uh i don't i don't know if i'll post any of the problematic ones i would probably listen to them first you know <laughs> that would be fun have a little listening party you know yeah. anything that has Watto in the description i'd be like yeah let's <laughs> listen <laughs> <What's going> on <laughs> yeah uh in any case uh because uh raging rhino is uh is coming up in the chat there's a lot that i do want to cover i wanted to start with something fun uh will how mm-hmm. many episodes in are you on HBO Max's peacemaker series the spinoff from the uh, the suicide squad a movie that will and I saw together in the theater
3: oh that's right uh two
2: so you're still only seen two yes but you, you get the gist of it and, and there are what,
3: five now I there
2: think. are now five yeah okay and uh, what uh, is it first of all is that a character you had a lot of familiar with because uh, familiarity with
3: that no what I, honestly talking. before the movie I was like I don't even know. I didn't know a lot of those characters. Like, yeah. Rat it, catcher it, two. It, it,
2: it seemed like the suicide squad. It was a lot like guardians of the galaxy, you know, both yeah. James gone. And like, I don't know who any of these people
0: are. Right. <laughs> you know, Man uh, and... I feel like that was the intention though. Right. Like, yeah, didn't he, totally. intentionally, he looked up, the worst villains and shit just to be like, okay. And I think that's the way to go, especially based on how much fatigue there is with superhero movies. It's like, cool. Let's watch the fifth iteration of Batman's parents dying. Right. Or you can be like, Hey, characters I've never seen before. So a chance at a new story I haven't heard. Yeah. Uh two things will. Uh I uh, I hope you don't have plans already to see the
2: Batman with someone who's not me because I would like <laughs> to see that with you. Uh I however, know. I need to let you know that if in the first 2 minutes Thomas and Martha Wayne get killed I am going to walk out of the theater
3: and just not see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to watch all 3 hours of this movie? No, I'll still watch it. Right, I'll walk out of the, the theater.
2: I'll walk out of the theater and then
3: come to back.
0: pee That's and, and then immediately movie. come back. <laughs>
3: yeah movies are getting like to a point where i realize i'm like i have to schedule my whole day around seeing one movie like dune all these other things i'm like by the time the trailers are over which are also 30 minutes you're in the theater for like three and a half fucking four hours yeah and then you gotta park you do everything it's like it's almost it's almost six hours of your day just to go to the movies which is like that's the work day so we we got to figure this out. Jeff, if you were at
2: the movie theater
0: for six hours, how many times would you refill that popcorn bucket? These days... I uh, I don't even know if I'd refill it. Like I'll I, I've had problems where it's like it, depending on how full up the theater is, I'll just leave my mask on and not eat for like half the movie. Oh, I think because I just like well, if if there's too many people around me, I'm just like it's not worth it. Like I'd love to eat this popcorn, but I'd also love not to die.
2: Let's uh, <laughs> think back
0: to a happier time. But you got the antibodies now, so now you, oh, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. Now, now you. Now I'm just, basically Superman. Yeah, that's
2: true. You can. Now you can just pick up other people's popcorn that has fallen on the floor and you'd be like, obviously they're not eating it. But in your heyday, let's say, you know, go back three, four years. If you were spending six hours at a movie theater to see a three hour movie, how many refills do you think that is? Is that a total of
0: three buckets? I think I could go through three buckets in that time, because here's the thing. I used to do the thing where I would go to the AMC Burbank and watch multiple movies throughout the day. You go in with a jacket, you take the jacket off you put the jacket half on and you just kind of change your outermost layer. And they'll, they don't even give a shit. I'm pretty sure they'll recognize you and be like, cool, have fun. And you just go refill your bucket and your drink and you can pretty much make a day of it. If that was, I mean, mostly when I first moved to LA and had nothing else to do.
2: But. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've lived in LA almost 20 years and I have plenty of things to do, but I'm still trying to see how many buckets I can get. And, uh, that's <laughs> usually not, I don't usually finish the second one, but, uh, that Batman movie might do it. I mean, that's, that's a long one. You know, uh, I do agree. Movies have uh, gotten uh, needlessly long. I think like the exception being like Avengers Endgame, it was like, all right, it's like chapter 25. Of yeah. So, yeah. We'll give you the extra half hour. And uh, I didn't think Spider-Man no way home was too long. I know it was long, but it didn't feel as long as it was to me. It was two and a half hours. Two and a half is too long, but it's the, it's like the, all right, we'll allow it. When you get to three hours, it's like, uh, you couldn't tell this story any shorter than this. You know, yeah. you know, remember Batman versus Superman, it was like oh, two hours and 40 minutes. Now it's like, thank you for not giving us an extra 20 minutes, Zach, <laughs> 20, 20 minutes of, of uh fountainhead off stories, you know?
3: Oh, yeah. would love that. would love a four hour fountainhead. <clears throat>
2: no, what if you just took the cast from Batman versus Superman and plugged them into roles in the fountainhead? You know? So, yeah, Amy Adams would be great in it, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the uh, first uh, two, so We'll just talk about Peacemaker uh, Generally, but maybe When the season ends, we'll do a whole special On it, and uh, we'll ask uh, we'll Are you ask doing an after show, it. or are you doing like
3: a
0: special I'm not doing an show? after show, but no? I think
2: maybe we'll do Like a one-off, and I, mean, I want to do that for Boba Fett Too, which don't
0: worry, we'll talk about him in a minute oh boy. Uh, Here's what I think I yeah. think because he has now prevented Us from talking about the series Will owes us learning the choreography Of the open <laughs> I was going to say,
3: re- watching episode two last night <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) i I, like man i really love this opening so much it's so well Let's, perfect and that choreography is so bad it's intentionally the, bad but like the,
2: yeah but obviously everybody yeah. had to learn it uh robert yeah. patrick is uh exceptionally bad <laughs> in the choreography to the it extent that james leave, gunn right? james gunn tweeted how bad he was it's and robert so patrick good. robert patrick's response was yeah i
3: suck uh <laughs> is that did he really respond
0: yeah yeah, yeah no no because yeah of course why not. would you be surprised that someone made of liquid metal is robotic and stiff <laughs> <laughs> i would think he'd be able to move like all crazy yeah but yeah. the, the reason that works is
2: because nobody it's not tongue in cheek. Nobody's smiling or, or treating right. it like that's it what is. I thought. Last Everybody night. is selling the choreography. Like this is the most important thing they've ever had to do. Yeah. And the choreography for the opening. Yeah. That this that's one where it's like, you know, skip open. Like, how dare you suggest that? No, of course I'm not going to skip the open. I need to see that. Yeah. And as uh, as somebody with uh, the you know with uh, my background and a lot of the music that I like, I love the music in this show so much. <laughs> uh, that song I was not familiar of. that is a a Swedish hard rock band called Wigwam and that song's <laughs> actually from 2010. But if you look up the video for that song, you'd be like, oh, this is clearly made in 1992. It's not. It's from 2010.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, but uh, it's, uh, you know, and James Gunn has said that he was not a huge fan of that genre. The late 80s, early 90s, hard rock. Some people call it hair metal. Uh, we uh, do not abide by that terminology on this show. We are very respectful to uh, Kip Winger and Nelson and uh, you know Motley Crue and all of those bands. We do. Uh, well, a lot of people call it now. A lot of people call it hair metal, but uh, it's a very dismissive term. There's a channel on Sirius XM called Hair Nation.
3: I know that. Yeah, I thought yeah. hair metal was so, like what people said
2: well it's what people say to be dismissive it's, it's cool. a negative term. so oh. what we should do is we should take it back we should make it our turn
0: this this back. feels like calling little people the m word where it's yeah. like all I mean, of a sudden kind of, it's not cool anymore and you're like oh when did that become a thing hmm. yeah <laughs> i was the, i i refer to it as
3: as hair metal uh f- fondly
2: yeah that's fine i enjoy no, it. No. i like it just, and i thought that that
3: was the industry term but i guess i guess not
2: the um it's not a spoiler there's a later episode where the entire like last few minutes plays this faster pussycat song House of pain and it fits in the story like lyrically so it's not a throwaway it's not done as a goof. There's a whole conversation about Hanoi rocks in the newest episode uh, and uh you know James Gunn wasn't a fan of that kind of music but he started putting it together because he just felt like Peacemaker would be which I think is uh, Spot on by the way <laughs> that these Would be his favorite bands and uh, he, he said that he'd like put Together a uh, I think he said A Spotify playlist of, and of Like some really great songs and that they've Made it into the show so I think that the music is fun The show is mostly fun It's uh, incredibly gory and uh, So much uh, swearing Across the board but I, I love the Tone of it humor wise uh, Jeff Are you caught up on uh, all five episodes thus far we're not going to spoil anything for will uh so we won't mention the superman cameo in episode four. whoops sorry girl whoa <laughs> thanks
0: um
3: thanks.
2: oh and did you guys know that the actress who plays Hork- harcourt is uh james Gunn's girlfriend because i didn't
3: Oh no, I didn't realize
2: I've that. Since learned that because they like watch it together on Saturdays and they do like a live tweet, which I think is an idea they stole from us, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> <Losers>. what <laughs> nobody <they> cool. nobody <laughs> live tweeted anything. Yeah, what has Jake
3: Gunn done with his life? What a fucking yeah. peacemaker live tweets. Yeah,
2: and uh, I agree winter. with uh, Raging Rhino. Uh, the music is perfect on Peacemaker. And uh, yeah, Keith's dad, uh, no, I'm just saying for me personally, I know how some it. of the bands, some of those bands uh, feel bad. He always called a hair, hair Metal Loves Twisted Sister. I love Twisted Sister too. That's not the
3: there's a There's a comment from Ivan Soto that I want you to click on because I there's a part of me that really agrees very strongly with this. Is this one? Uh, it is not. Okay. Uh,
2: let me, maker, I, yeah, maker, we'll get me. to that in a second. I wanted to, I, I, I've i left Jeff hanging with a question. I will get to Ivan's question though. Don't worry. Okay. Ivan. Okay. So, uh Jeff, your thoughts uh, on what we've gotten from this show, you know, tonally performance wise, anything you want to comment on?
0: I think it's great. I think it's one of those, the, the production values there you've got this guy. It's almost one of those when I, when I saw a tweet about how they're like, Oh, we've got the best show in America. We're probably going to get a season two. I was like, you better fucking flesh it out. Like you did this one. Cause it just feels like it's a good show because you kind of know the steps they're going to take each week to drive the main story but at the same time it's like there's no fat it's like each episode is solid it's not a bunch of wasted time it's not a bunch of filler which i feel like drives me crazy with movies and or with with tv shows today there's just an episode where it's like okay why what the why did we stop what we're doing to do one of these episodes can't like I don't I don't think we need this anymore. We don't have twenty six order network television across the board for every show, so let's get rid of it. Anyways, uh, I really like the show. I think the acting's good, the action's good, the special effects are good. It's solid. It's just a it's a great continuation of the movie. If you enjoyed the movie, I would be really shocked if you didn't enjoy the show.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, John Cena is someone who of course always known who he was is not someone that I've ever sought out in any way in anything he's ever been in. But, uh, I think he's great on that. He's perfect for this character.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, I mean, just like, you know, just like the rock has been perfect for many of the things that he's there. Look, there's some roles that are really good for wrestlers. This is one of them. And I think he's fantastic. I love vigilante, uh, who we get to know a lot more, uh, after the two episodes that will has seen, but, uh, uh, and, I think that the, yeah, there's the, the uh, cast in general is good and the show, the show is fun. It's funny. And I think that it actually works as you don't have to love superhero movies to like that show. You know, you, you know, if you hate them, you're not going to like it, but if you're just like, yeah, whatever, I just want something silly. Uh, I think, uh, you know, and there's look, there's surprising moments of heart, not so much in the first two that will seem, but you know, they deal with some character stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it uh, a, a lot more than other things that uh, that are on TV right now, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, there's uh, two comments from Ivan Soto. I'll get to the one we'll mention. Is the eagle a puppet with CG enhancement? I believe uh, it's actually a, a, a little person in an eagle suit. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. Uh, I don't know. I do love Eagley though. Eagley is one of my favorite parts of the show. And uh, somebody you did.
3: You sent me a text message just to check on my status of whether or not I watched it, and you yep. just sent me. The eagle. Uh, the eagle emoji yep. and then the American flag emoji, yep. I believe it was.
2: Yeah. I wanted to make sure you were keeping up with how you
3: asked if I had watched it.
2: <laughs> look, I, and look, I'm going to continue to uh, send those to you. Oh, no. Just the, uh,
3: just and, it was just the eagle. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. This is what you wanted to say. Peacemaker atrocious. He killed a good man. Rick Flag. Yet fans are supposed to like him. Uh, he was following orders. You know, I mean, look, he he but, was there with a, an agenda, and Rick Flag got in his way. He felt like he was serving his country. Does that make him a good person? No. <laughs>
0: but I, I watch have, a show about him. If if you had to like nitpick the the movie and the show as one thing, it's like they cut all the character development for this character that could have been in the movie to put it in his show. So Fair. it's like. Making this thing about oh he's a dick Because of this action it's like yeah and the Whole show is about that <laughs> like That's kind of yeah, he, The central thesis of the show he, is like Wait he flashes
2: back cool? to hmm. killing Rick flag uh, I believe on multiple Occasions mm-hmm. in, you know we You know and look th- Don't think they get a deal on clip licensing That from a movie by the way that's still Pretty expensive it's that important to the Story that they use clips from uh, The suicide squad so mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a, an important part of it, but uh, Will, uh, so you're you're two in. Are you're enjoying it enough where you feel like you'll you'll continue at some point? You you, uh, you yeah. Know I'll I mean? probably Look,
3: watch one tonight. There, I... There's a
2: lot of uh, shout outs of characters. Uh, there, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a mention of a character that people were very excited because they mentioned a character that now everybody's like well it has to be canon because they mentioned batmite i don't know if that was okay so i thought that might have been in one you saw
3: yeah that was. Uh, so
2: people are excited so it's like look it's it's in that universe and
3: uh i i don't know starro in there so you know yeah i know starro was in there what's batmite no no. i i am enjoying it i'm looking forward to more i just genuinely was bummed uh that rick flag was killed in the movie because i just like I like yeah. Joel Kinnaman more than anything and I I was ha- was happy to see that character sort of be treated better and get more to do in the second one and I'm glad that they brought him back. I was just very sad that he got that he got killed.
2: Uh, I agree Diebeard is uh, great on the show, Steve Agee who people might remember from the old Sarah Silverman show, obviously he does a ton of stuff. I think he was a neighbor on New Girl or he worked with Zoe Deschanel. I forget, but he was a, He played a, a homeless record. guy. That's what it was. Thank you. So, yeah, a neighbor. He just didn't have a home, but he was a neighbor. Uh, and uh, see, this is the kind of stuff that when we do a Peacemaker special, we'll let Raging Rhino break down how Vigilante is completely different than Arrowverse or the comics. So uh, I, I love this iteration of Vigilante. He's the one that I know. Uh, yeah, look, this show is fun. It I smile throughout most of it. Yes, I love the musical shout outs. I'm engaged in the characters. I'm interested in where the story's going, which is a lot more than I can say for
0: book of Boba Fett. Talk about the which, filler
3: effect. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of
0: part of what I, I mean. But the worst part about it is the filler episode was by far the best episode. Well, like, yeah. Oh, the Mandalorian, much more so, yeah. interesting. So here's
2: So here's the thing. Since the Mandalorian started season one, it was always like, are we going to get Boba Fett? We have to get Boba Fett. I really want to see Boba Fett. And we saw Boba Fett in season two. And I admit it was cool. I was glad we got him. And then we got Boba Fett. And I was like, what? And it wasn't good until we got a Mandalorian episode. You know, this is like they snuck in Mandalorian episode nine. And then yeah. they put Ming-Na Wen in the end. Like, oh yeah, let's get back to our story. I kept remember? waiting
3: for it to that to happen earlier. And I, yeah. th- to be fair, I should go back and watch it again because I, I was actually pretty high when I watched it. Swear but I remember it. being very bored at that whole episode only because I was mad that it wasn't about Boba Fett. And I was like... I, I appreciate and I understand the Mandalorian is going to come in and help them out, do something, but this is not fair. And you're wasting an hour's worth of time for the what could be a fucking cool Boba. Fett. And all they do every time they have Boba Fett, he's just like wet from his tank. Well, and he's just, it's just like the, look, the worst.
2: I- I never knew that if we finally got an on-screen Boba Fett series or movie, he was going to spend most of it napping. No one told me that that's Sleeping, what it was going to be writing
3: Banthas for hours and, and wearing and da- black dances and with hated. Tuscans, you know, yeah. I mean, a lot oh, of people are close to that. Tuscans. That was. That's it. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, uh, you know, Will, you were uh, messaging me, I think at one point that the biggest problem is like, why is Boba Fett such a nice guy? <laughs>
3: why is he so nice? He's a fucking bounty hunter. He's a bad guy. That's the point. Yeah. It's easier for a Disney Plus series to have a, a rough around the edges sort of bad guy. And I get yeah. that they probably have rules where he can't just be like murdering people willy-nilly. But the fact is like I'm gonna do things differently. I'm gonna I'm gonna be decent to people and be good and try to lead with respect and dignity. I'm like, okay. I I just assumed that you were because you were a bounty hunter,
0: you didn't I listen, you fucking kill people for money, buddy. Yeah, they look, didn't need respect. Get out of here. I think you're forgetting the context here, Will. <laughs> this guy got accidentally knocked by the back of a staff by a guy who was blinded and that knocked him into a pit where he was going to get digested. It's true. So like he was supposed to be such a badass and he almost died in the most pathetic, loserly (laughs) way ever. (laughs) So he probably is just, you know, it was a humbling moment. Just like, you know, I don't think that life is for me. That was way too easy to take me out. I I'm not a good bounty hunter. I need to reassess. I,
3: uh, I mean, that's, that looks exactly like what, what has happened, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and I think, uh, uh, Tamora Morrison is great. Every time he says Tatooine, I love that. (laughs) I love the way he says Tatooine. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm reserving final judgment on it for when in the season ends, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a slog to get through. And I think, I feel like this is one of those ones. I think the Mandalorian worked great as a weekly series. I think book of Boba Fett is going to be a way better binge. Because oh, if you can stay awake and by the way, no matter what time of day I watch it, I usually do nod off for a few seconds and have to rewind Book of Boba Fett. There's always a moment where I'm like, wait, what happened?
0: What did I miss? You know, <laughs> Did it get good for a second? Yeah, <laughs> it must have. Yeah.
3: That's why Those fucking Back to the movie. Future 2 henchmen oh,
0: hoverboards Adam's don't
3: work on water kids. <laughs> you
2: got and no that, power.
3: That fucking chase sequence that was like literally out of Back to the Future. Hen- yeah, but, like, also looked worse than, like, fucking anything the Power Rangers have ever done. Yeah. It was really... No, hilarious. when
2: when you tweeted about how the crew, his new crew, Boba Fett's new crew, was was Griff's crew from Back to the yeah. Future 2, I was like, yeah, that's... There's no one. And then, it, but then it's like, it really was, like, the chase sequence that's in every Back to the Future movie. Yeah. Which, by the way... They did it in Back to the Future 3. And I was like, come on. It was so cool in the first one that the, you know, the way that the, you know, with the manure. And then it was like, okay, you did it in the second. But in the third, come on now. Anyway.
0: Um, joke. I just want to say it feels to me like this whole Mandalorian episode was really setting up the next season of Mandalorian yes, by right. getting rid of the obnoxious setup shit that they would have had to waste their first episode on. Being like, so this is why he didn't go hang out with his crew again from before, yeah. this is why he's not just an immediate badass with a lightsaber, uh, and here's why he might be doing this other thing go and and he misses Grogu, you know, <laughs> and he misses Grogu, yeah, a the lot. little
3: stuffed in. To- Uh, Sam Whitfield lost
2: interest in Boba Fett two weeks ago. You're going to have to watch this one or Mandalorian season three is not going to make sense to you.
3: That's the thing is like, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that Book of Boba Fett was actually a four hour trailer teaser for the (laughs) one hour trailer of the Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Why is this? Why? again? I was like, why are we wasting? Dude, this is episode one of the this is Boba Fett like property that we're wasting yeah whatever we got two more episodes for fucking the mandalorian to show up and always be we got a cool mandalorian who wears a helmet that looks like a boba fett helmet yeah i does. think now what this has proved is like we could just kind of say fuck off boba fett and just do Mandalorian. yeah
2: which by the way uh somebody had tweeted that the title of the episode uh gave away a reveal in it so when i clicked on it i didn't read the the title so i didn't know it was called the return of the mandalorian so when you see that outline standing behind you know in like that in that that like uh I don't know, that slaughterhouse room or whatever that was. I thought, of course, I thought that was Boba Fett. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, it's Mando. This episode might not suck.
3: Well, you didn't hear the music cue at the end of the episode before? Like, uh, I, I
2: did. I'm gonna need yeah. some
3: guys, and it's like but
2: Ooh. I didn't know that I didn't know we were gonna okay. start
3: off this episode
2: with him in the beginning, you know. Uh nice. and Dominica Saxon says, uh Boba Fett should have no conception of being decent, not after decades of killing from money. Yeah, I agree. Great. Uh that's not why the character's interesting, uh, but uh you know and yeah ivan says boba fett isn't even close to a good guy yeah but you know what they're trying to pitch him as a good guy i would rather you know like i would watch a series about darth vader i don't want to th- have them tell us that he's a good guy i don't want to you know i don't want a series about anakin i want a series about us. darth vader
3: you know well, we get clone wars so there was a series about anakin yeah i know
2: but i'm just saying if they do a darth mean, vader
3: one you mean when he's vader yeah i want it as a hasty like helmet off and he's like oh yeah for hours yeah. that would played that's by, played by of, that,
2: that uh, elderly actor sebastian shaw uh who is no longer featured in the looking, end of return of the jedi yeah.
3: uh,
0: looking to erase the history of david prowse vader <laughs> <laughs> um
2: so yeah i don't know it's uh you know having these shows so boba fett comes out on wednesdays peacemakers on thursday if it gets to thursday and i haven't seen boba fett uh, I don't, uh, I don't watch Boba Fett first. I, I, three weeks in, I was always watching it first. And uh, this week I actually watched it on Wednesday, but uh, you know, I, 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 that that's just, that's just where I'm at. And uh, I stand by a tweet that I had a few weeks ago, which was the peacemaker, you know, the hashtag peacemaker greater than hashtag book of Boba Fett. And uh, I, I don't feel like it's that hot of a take. But, uh, you know, you say it loud enough, Star Wars nerds are going to come for you, you know, but uh, I'm all right. So, uh, look, I hope it I I hope something good happens. And uh, I I like Ming-Na Wen. I'm glad she's got the gig you know I mean in general it was nice to see Amy Sedaris but this really was a Mandalorian episode so you know her being in there I felt always, like it
3: I always forget Amy Sedaris character and every time she pops up I'm like what the fuck
1: oh okay
0: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah <that's> right. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> basically like a- their attempt to erase Wado because she's got the same droids He. yeah in. that's oh, true yeah that is. Exactly you know what, what yeah so so
2: Will do you have an Amy Sedaris impression you'd like to unveil here on the show live today
3: Hi, I'm Amy Sidaris in The Mandalorian.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Sounds like you (laughs) still back to bring it back to Robert Downey Jr. Um,
2: Yeah. Uh, And and then Keith's dad has the point. We still need to find out who in their right mind slept with the emperor to to make Ray's mom and dad. I mean, after after, it's a... But it's a they they would have been with a clone of the Emperor so he wouldn't have looked like that right It would have been like a like a young virile emperor wouldn't it
3: I, I don't know I, I don't I think actually. there's only one I mean Ian McDermott, like even in the prequels he's playing him before he was like palpatine emperor he's very Vatican. handsome at that point he's not though like he's oh, always okay. he's always creepy looking <laughs> yeah he is. maybe he was <laughs> a very young man so like I don't think there's ever a version of the Emperor where you're like you know what here's I the yeah. thing
0: <laughs> though if he had had a kid wouldn't it have been before he had the accident? Because time-wise, Rey's parents likely would have been closer to age to, like, Anakin and those people, right? That's how she's the same age as Luke and all their kids. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Am I confusing that?
2: I think Um, you might be confusing that because isn't it, like...
0: I I was just thinking, like, because, okay, so he would have had a kid closer... I mean, what I'm saying is he... Oh, yeah, I guess that would have been after he'd turned into a monster. I don't know. It would make sense. If he was going to have had a kid, it would probably have had to been closer to Asian Luke. That's, what, well, I mean. that's well, what I was thinking. You know what? It
2: seems like we all need to watch Beauty and the Beast again. And I think maybe then we'll understand that uh, sometimes it's about the person you are on the inside. And you know what? Maybe the emperor is just misunderstood.
3: You know? got like one petal left on that rose and he's so mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just been taking out on everybody else. Yeah.
2: A few other things that I wanted to uh, talk about. Uh, uh, Delving into the the world of music, there have been a lot of there have been a lot of things that have happened in the world of music. Uh, The first sort of, if we go chronologically was uh, the passing of Meatloaf and uh, who I think uh, was a, a incredibly uh, entertaining figure. Uh, my wife and I saw a show he did in Vegas, I don't know, like eight, nine years ago. It was called uh, Cocktails and Rocktails, um, but not the kind of cocktails that the friend we mentioned earlier would have been looking for in Vegas. Uh, it meant the drinks. But uh, and so, you know, he told a lot of stories and he uh, did, uh, did a lot of songs. He was a very entertaining guy. And you know, even people just know him from Fight Club or Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, they're like, "Yeah, he's great." Um, And uh, I don't know. I think that uh, you know, it's obviously it's it's sad when someone passes away. I I I was uh, inundated by a lot of tweets where Twitter the tweets are like two hundred eighty characters
3: now, right? Is that the rule?
2: I think because they used to be one hundred forty, and then I think they doubled it. And so there there were a lot of people that you know they would have the the heartfelt. A commemoration of his career And that he passed And then they felt That it was important To mention that You know He was a, an anti-vax guy I'm like all right I mean this is the day he died You, you don't have to write about it today You'd have a, You would have You know how you can tweet Two tweets at the same time You know You can click on yeah, The little press button I was like That could have been The second tweet If you wanted to That's just yeah. me That's just me You know It's like You know if, if your take is Like fuck that guy You deserve to die All right That's your thing But it's not like Oh, what a nice guy. Too bad he wasn't vaxxed. I'm like, what, how'd you squeeze that in there? Uh, like and- when Donald
3: Trump was talking about, uh, um, what's his name? When he was like d- dragging, uh, fuck, what's his name? I'm not sure I know Colin what you're Powell. talking about. Colin Powell. And Colin he was How- like, oh, yeah. oh, like, oh, so lame, like all this stuff. But anyway, God, God rest him. Yeah, no, that was he's a that, big douche. What yeah. a loser! He's a liar. He's a piece but, of shit. But he's R. A R. he's a dick that, for money. That but anyway, I
2: <laughs> But that <laughs> is uh, what? that is exactly uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't be anybody's uh, Twitter icon. Uh, I don't know, and I found it to be. Uh, yeah, it was sad that he passed. I mean, he, uh, you know, uh, he uh, was. Uh, I don't know it's a, f- it a funny interview. He was a guest on the Dennis Miller show uh, once or twice. He was supposed to actually do the show like from Dennis's house at one point when it, you know, we were still doing the radio show. It just sort of never quite happened. But uh, I don't know. I always, I always liked Meatloaf, uh, and uh, I, I thought he was, the, you know. It's some great songs, and uh, the uh, Jim Steinman, who was the songwriter that uh, you know, responsible for Bad Out of Hill, Bad Out of Hill 2, and then a bunch of other songs like Total Eclipse of the Heart from other people, um, was really the, the you know, sort of instrumental in all of that, uh, to the extent that as Raging Rhino points out, it's a road trip tradition for Gene and I to sing Paradise by the Dashboard Light at the top of our lungs, um, nice. and uh. Yeah, I think that uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I I think that uh, you can be sad and you can think like, oh, I don't know, maybe I would have made a different choice if I was meatloaf, I would have maybe gotten vaccinated, but I I don't know, that's just me, I don't know, I feel like you don't need to do it all at once, but am I wrong, Will, is it important to not overlook the fact, is it, is somebody trying to make the point that like, oh, he didn't have to die? is that is it am i missing it am i try, am i too much of, a, of an old softy
3: no no i think that is the point because the thing is like when we talk about COVID, it's like guys this is like now to a point where it's like it's not preventable in terms of catching it but like it could really the vaccines a booster like you could not die your chances of living very high your hospitalization chances much lower like what What a great thing and so like it is to me it's kind of one of those things where it's like god we died you died from something like preventable and uh that measures could be taken in order to not get something that's killed almost a million Americans. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it does kind of feel, I get it, that it also feels a little bit like a cheap shot in terms of like the, the, the memorandum kind of tweet, but memorandum memor in memoriam tweet. But I don't know. I do think that that person probably thought that's what their larger statement was going to be.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, you know, and, uh, passing away on the same day, uh, comedian Louie Anderson also a past Guest on the Dennis Miller show, uh, was very nice. Uh, Dennis, uh, liked him. He seems like, uh, one of those comedians right up there with Bob Saget, like everybody who knew Louie Anderson loved Louis Anderson. And fascinatingly, I know it's part of uh, your generation, guys, that uh, he took a, a show about his uh, miserable, abusive childhood and turned it into a cartoon. <laughs> that was, was one
0: way. of the best shows yes. on TV. Yes. I love so that show.
2: Yeah. And he was phenomenal on the show Baskets, where he played uh, yes. uh, Zach that he oh. Zach, Val, Zach Galifianakis played twins and uh, Louie Anderson played their mother. And it wasn't done in like a campy, you know, guy in a house coat way, which yes, I mean, the visual was that, but he was so great. He won an Emmy for it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, I think that that was what
0: made that show so brilliant because it was basically like a giant clowning lesson by doing (laughs) things like that are really silly and stupid with like the utmost seriousness. It was great. Yeah.
2: So, uh, to be a little hypocritical, um, you know, when both of those things happen, I, I did have an instinct for a, a tweet that I did not send. Um, I, I, I was going to post something about how meatloaf and Louie Anderson died on the same day. Uh, don't try and get a seat at the buffet table in heaven today or something like that. I didn't even really fully formulate the joke. And then I was like, wait, I, I like both of those guys. It's not that funny. Like, do I need to send that? I'm like, nah, no. Yeah. I'm saying it on the show just in case it made somebody laugh. I don't think it did, but just in case it did, (laughs) I'm uh, sharing it, uh, here on the show. Uh, let's see Keith's dad. Really though. I haven't met anyone who was like, I am anti-vax because meatloaf told me not to get the shot. That's fine. Just like I haven't heard anyone say I do Coke because of the Olsen twins. Uh, I mean, I do the I mean, coke because of the Olsen twins. I was going to so, say. So now, you now you've heard, heard it. You <laughs> yeah. <for the> <laughs> so everybody on this show, so Keith's dad, you have heard it now.
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I think that uh, you know, there the uh, the celebrity deaths are coming fast and furious. Uh, unfortunately,
0: and uh, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Doesn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. How how, the how would the word family be utilized on his, yeah. his oh, headstand? What's yeah. going to
3: happen? It's just, COVID's fast, but not that fast. Not that, it's, <laughs> it's not that fast. COVID doesn't have a, fit, a seventh gear, Jeff. Yeah. Then Diesel's got, always got one more upshift.
0: <laughs> oh, but the COVID's <laughs> got NOS.
3: <laughs> oh, no. But it's not American muscle COVID. It's that, yeah. oh, boy, we could get, oops,
0: nope, we're not going to. Have you seen how fast continue. COVID can travel a quarter mile? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, jeff,
3: goes, dude i almost had you and <laughs> like you almost have me
0: <laughs> you even have your host you can't have me
2: by the way jeff how are you feeling last time uh we did the show you were still uh feeling a little bit from uh from the uh, rona as they I am say i'm good i've yeah. been
0: good for a little bit we, uh, there's a funny thing about i don't know if i talked about like the work stuff that i had going on but uh there's something funny about that that i may tell you afterwards oh i can't you know. wait <laughs> we did talk for a decent amount. Of time we we after. did. We had a nice I chunk after, was, but it seems like yeah. there
2: was probably more. So, uh, let I want to. Uh, so we're talking about the the passing of a music legend, and then there are a couple of uh, crotchety old music legends that are on opposite sides of the spectrum, and I find them both uh, equally annoying. Uh, <laughs> uh, earlier in the week, uh, Eric Clapton claimed that people vaccinated against COVID nineteen are under hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, which mm-hmm. I thought was weird because that's how I describe anyone who can listen all the way through Shit. to that shitty, slowed down acoustic version of Layla. I think those <laughs> must be people that are under hypnosis. Uh, and then also you had uh, Neil Young on the other side saying that uh, Spotify, you can either have Joe Rogan and his number one podcast in the world and uh, you know billions of views and listens, or you can have me. And they were like, "Thank you for your service, Neil. We'll go <laughs> ahead and uh, stick with the guy that we gave all that money to." And yeah. you know, honestly, Neil Young standing on his ground, saying what he believes in, it's him. fine. You know, if if he had said, "I would like," if, if he hadn't done it as an ultimatum, and he's been like, "Yeah, I want my music off Spotify because I don't like what Joe Rogan's saying," that's kind of fine. But you're like trying to you're trying to get people like, is it, you guys ever see the the Western uh, High Noon, where? He's going around trying to get people to help him, and nobody's helping him. Uh, They're just like, no, that gang that's coming to town at noon. No, 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 we're not going to, we're not going to get your back. We don't want to die. And so I think Neil was like, right. Who's coming with me? Uh, nobody, nobody, Neil, we're not coming with you. We're going to, we're going to get our, our minuscule royalty payments from Spotify. And, um, Again, you know, Neil doesn't want his music on there. That's one thing. By the way, Neil does not own his
0: music. So uh, yeah. his, his <laughs> label Warner Brothers had to, had to be like, yeah, I guess. I uh, heard for, that the label yeah. sent him a letter and said, old man, take a look at your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know,
2: he sings about the needle and the damage done. I think it would just be the damage to my ears when he put the needle on the record. We'll be right back. Thanks. Um but uh I don't know I think that uh I, 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 there's there's so much attention to Joe Rogan and it it has to be because he made so much money because he's doing the same show he was doing you know and then I think a lot of people are outspoken about him I mean he's like my fifth favorite cast member from news radio maybe even sixth mm. if I think about it I mean I'm Joe, probably so putting Phil show. Hartman and Jimmy James up top Phil Hartman's uh, number 1 yeah, it's Stephen Root is number two for me, hands down. I and could see probably that. And Dave, and Dave, probably Dave, Dave Foley.
0: Yeah. Dave yeah. Foley. And then... If we're just going to look at Andy Dick. I don't know the, show, the name of the... Uh, Who's the secretary's name? The redhead.
2: Uh, Vicky Lewis. I don't remember her character
0: she, name. I thought she was always pretty funny on that show. Yeah. She was always pretty good yeah uh, he wasn't uh, even that good on that like he was fine but it was just like his role was just to be like i'm too cool for this I'm gonna <laughs> which that's kind of his role <laughs> now you know yeah.
2: is and i think he was like a like a, a like an alien conspiracy theorist guy so, oh, yeah. uh, you so know, same he, person he settled right into it yeah you know? uh and you uh, the lizard people <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Uh, Will, what do you think about? Uh, I'll start with you on, on something like this. So, you know, uh, Spotify has made this decision to sign somebody to a very lucrative contract. Uh, someone who probably does not make them a lot of money says it's either him or it's me. And then they go like, well, we're going to just go ahead with our investment. Thank you. Thank you,
3: Neil. Yeah. But, I mean, I, from a number standpoint, like obviously that's business, so I can't argue with anybody. But I also like love the fact that Neil Young is like, I'm just grumpy enough to be like, fuck you guys. And (laughs) they're like, really? And he's like, I'm not backing down. And they're like, okay. And he's like, okay. And he does it. (laughs) Like,
0: at least he fucking followed through. Yeah. Hasn't he always uh, been this guy? Like, this is who Neil Young is. So I think it's just he's an integral guy. He stays true to exactly what he feels. He doesn't really give a shit. One way or the other, he's just going to be like, Hey, I'm going to make this stand, not because I think it's going to make any (sighs) difference, but because now I've made some noise and a little, I've made a point and I'm living what I speak, which is. He also doesn't. The the fucking
3: (laughs) 85 cents worth in streams he gets after Spotify steals all fucking artist money and pays it to their billion dollar making. CEO or whatever well and, but is. then
2: Also it does go back to the record company And then the record company gives him Like four cents from that yeah, 85 you cents. You yeah. know so, so it's like I'll like I'm not getting Any fucking money on yeah. Spotify so, anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah So for him uh, look uh, Sam Whitfield Joe Rogan isn't An anti-vaccine guy uh, he Just has both sides on it drives people Crazy uh, I think he is a guy who is not Vaccinated because there was that video that when he Got COVID he was like I'm taking everything I've remember uh, I got the Ivermectin The monoclonal Ivermectin. antibodies <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I the, feel like that's like saying saying Aaron like push an anti-vax guy, where it's like, oh, oh, Aaron rogers I don't yeah, know that he's not. Might, be, might be a The fun it. thing about
3: this is that people are like they're not anti-vax, they just, Didn't they just, they're vax. not vaccinated, and they don't want to get it passionately. <laughs> yeah. They're and not they anti-vax. They just don't.
0: People who are, yeah, they yeah. just don't
3: believe in it. They just don't want it. They don't like it. They don't think other people should get it. But they're not they're anti-vax. They yeah. just. No, want to you know kill people and, with their bare hands, but they're not anti-vax.
2: And look, uh, Joe Rogan does the show he wants to do. If he wants to have on doctors who uh, discourage <laughs> people from it, then he can do that. I mean, yeah. you know, look, Neil Young has a a song that. Pearl Jam made sound a lot better than his version, but it's called "Rocking in the Free World." But yep. you know, that's a long time ago. That's well, that's true. thirty plus years ago. I don't think Neil wants to rock in the free world anymore.
0: You know, I can't. Yeah, he, he
3: does. does. <laughs> that's why he's like, "Fuck you, Spotify." <laughs> this is why I'm rocking the free world. This is the freaking streaming free well,
2: world. Now, now Will sta- now, Will sounds like a song that we're going to talk about in a minute. But anyway, what were you going to say, <laughs> Jeff?
0: I'm going to say I can't defend any. I I can't speak to anything he's done for a while cuz I definitely haven't listened to any You mean Neil since, or Rogan? Um, I, sorry, Rogan for any I literally since didn't since know he went 20... to yeah. Neil Young, I listen I just listened to Buffalo Springfield last night. Um uh Rogan, I'm saying like I there was like that time years ago when I like found his shit on YouTube and was like, "Oh, there's some interesting stuff here." And I watched yeah. a few episodes and we're like, "This is pretty fascinating." And the one thing I'll give him credit for, not that I think it really goes very far, but at least when I, from the episodes I had watched from forever ago, he constantly talks about, like, I'm dumb. I'm not an expert in anything. Do not take my advice as like critical advice. Like, I am not the person that knows everything or whatever now that said i think when you're making a hundred million dollars to just fucking talk into a mic and you're having you're basically the arbiter of who comes on your show which is like which is a very popular medium then you kind of are starting to become like you're deciding what gets on there and isn't but i'm just saying like i think there was at one point some honesty in him being like look i'm I'm a fucking dummy. I don't know things, Yeah, yeah. but I don't know if that's, that's just what that could just be one of those, like the Woody Allen, like, Oh, I'm a wounded dog. Now let me get real close to your daughter. Oh, she's safe with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, look, the guy, the the guy who used to host fear factor
2: is, is not somebody that should be held up as uh we should be learning from him. No. And uh, you know, I mean, there's a, there's an amazing clip from, oh, I don't even know. 15 years ago now when uh john stewart was on tucker carlson's old show and you know uh tucker carlson was trying to blame shows like the daily show for the the discourse on politics in the country and uh john stewart pointed out i was like no it shows like yours this was the the old crossfire show and uh john stewart had the great line he's like my lead-in is a show where puppets make prank phone calls like nobody should be coming to me <laughs> to educate them. And I think Joe Rogan, it's like, he's trying to entertain people and he's focusing on what he's interested in, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I think he should be uh, uh, allowed to, you know, produce the show. Look, they paid for a show that they wanted. And and look, I think even having somebody like, um, you know, uh, guests that they don't want, you know, they took down the episodes with um why can't I think of the InfoWars guy?
0: <laughs> oh, Alex Jones? Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah, there's
2: a reason why you can't think about me. It's because the <laughs> lizard people did not want you to bring up my name on the show. And speaking of lizard people, uh, Keith's dad points out, the lizard people are killing all these iconic famous people. We need to invest in S.E. Johnson and stock up on Raid to protect us from the evil sun rays. Thank you, Keith, for saying the thing that we all need to know. No, but I mean, it's just like, just make the show you want, it, and that's why you do it. And Neil Young... I don't think makes new music anymore, but if he wants to, he sh- he should be allowed to, he should be entitled to. Uh, and uh, Keith's dad also with a different point. Uh, can you be pro-vax and be against mandates? I know a lot of people who would say that they are in favor of the vaccine, but uh, not uh, making people get them to be able to go to restaurants and things. But that, that show would probably, if we did a show on that, that'd probably get flagged. And then Neil Young wouldn't come on the black cast anymore.
0: So, I have a theory, guys. Yes, I believe it's the lizard people posing as people who are are against uh, global climate change science because what they really want is to heat up the planet to make it more like a terrarium so they can <laughs> thrive in their natural environment. I mean, just lay out on rocks, you know, just
2: sunning themselves. You're not wrong with the lizard people. And by the way, any lizard people in the audience, um, we'll do a whole show. With the lizard people, and just one lizard person—that's fine. Um, that's that's really all I need. Uh, so while we speak uh, musically, I wanted to talk about um, what I think should be the uh, the new theme song for the Black Cast. Uh, you know, it's probably uh, before we know it, it'll probably uh, be our, our new theme song. Uh, and uh, I uh, will—I understand that you had a chance to listen, Jeff. Have you heard the uh, the latest uh, Kid Rock song?
0: I have. uh, Did you want me to play it for you?
2: I don't know if we should play it it. um,
0: because it's so good. But then
2: also, I don't know what happens to this video if we play it. You know what I mean?
0: Look, I got a minute. Okay. That I think you should listen to. Okay. We the people in all we do reserve the right to scream fuck you. Hey, yeah, yeah. ow Hey, yeah, yeah. huh? Wear your mask, take your pills Now a whole generation's mentally ill Hey, yeah, yeah. man, fuck voucher Hey, yeah, yeah But COVID's near, it's coming to town We gotta act quick, shut our borders down Joe Biden does, the media embraces Big Don does it, and they call him racist We the people Let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. We, we the people. The people. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Brandon. We the people. Ooh, let's go. go, Brandon. We the people. Fuck Facebook. Fuck Twitter too. And the mainstream media. Fuck you too. Two, two. Whoa! Yeah, you. We the people.
2: Uh, if, if, I I never thought that we would have ever topped wah, 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 DJ Tanner. DJ uh, but Tanner. Uh, thank you. Yeah, Jeff, uh please uh, send that to me as a as a file so that for the audio version well, I, I can
0: finish it because I only had enough to finish that much. I had oh, recorded that's fine. the whole song like that. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> well, uh
2: sorry i I muted myself instead of Mm. uh doing what i want to do uh kid rock has a song called uh, we the people and it sounds uh pretty much like you thought it would the uh uh it's hard not to laugh when the chorus really is let's go brandon uh the fact that there's like there's like i don't know i imagine like a gospel choir (laughs) that has been paid and they're like all right you you ladies have to sing let's go brandon the check's gonna clear
3: right yeah And like, regardless, I don't know what their like thoughts were when they got the job, and then they're in the studio reading the music. They're probably like, "God damn it!" All right, okay, let's go, Brandon. Let's do it. Kid
2: Rock's got enough money, so they're probably
0: like, "Great, it's a gig." But he had to close his fucking restaurant in Detroit. How does he have money? Yeah, well, that's true. Kid Rock's whatever it was called choir, so I'm sure that they're excited to sing this.
2: Uh And uh Dominica Saxon says that takes me back To the 80s cruising around blasting my tunes And then hearing the tape get unwound In my cassette player that struggle is real That definitely takes me back Um, In, in any case uh, So yeah I mean the song is mostly what you Expect but the reason why I want to talk about it Is that there's like I don't know you're like Halfway through it and then all of a Sudden it's like where you're trying to make a point That is like directly Opposite of everything you said it, Like literally there's a lyric that's fuck fauci there's yeah. uh you know and, and and we know what you know by the way the let's go brandon thing it's not we know what you're saying it's fine like you could just say it people used to say fuck trump all the time if you want to say fuck joe biden you you can say it it's okay you know, you don't have to say let's go, Brandon, are but, they
0: just calling him Brandon instead of Biden. Is that or like no, make- there's a there's yeah. actually a clip from a NASCAR race and it's the a- clip
2: in and of itself is great. It just sort yes. of spun out into its own thing. That's so something- there's there's people at a NASCAR race that are that are chanting, fuck Joe Biden. And so the the I, don't, I guess it's not a sideline reporter for NASCAR. But so the the reporter that's talking to this this driver said like, oh, and you can hear them. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. Because his his name name is Brandon. So it did turn into that. It's actually, it's a very funny clip because you're like, no, they're clearly saying fuck Joe Biden.
3: Yes. You know, that's the thing is like, for me, I'm like, objectively, that's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. But after that, it's like, that's the only joke that anybody makes. Like, where is the self, like the the laughing at the self humor? Where's the, where are all the, like when people are like, well, I think he's a funny comedian or like, there's like, all their jokes now circulate, like are just basically different variations of let's go Brandon, which is like <laughs> go to take a comedy writing class and just don't be a troll, be actually funny.
2: Uh Keith's dad, no way someone ended let's go brandon to a major record. Who would be that stupid? Kid Rock, you say? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh makes sense. He does make the point. You can say let's go Brandon in church and schools. Uh so and and that's why it's popular. Uh yeah. Uh, it's, it, it is a little bit more uh, PG friendly. It's true. Uh, sure. I do understand why people say it. I just but think it's... that if Kid Rock wanted to have a chorus sing, fuck Joe Biden, he certainly could have.
3: But to me, uh, this song is not getting played on the radio. The so he doesn't thing have to about it, about Yeah. But it's like, it's like a, it's like a low key pretend to be tough kind of way of being like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Joe, Biden." let's go Brandon. I'm like, if you want to be tough, you say fuck Joe Biden and then you suffer the consequences. Yeah. Don't give me this. Let's go Brandon. At least we said, fuck Trump, you know, at least, At least we said it.
2: Yeah. And by the way, I I stand by, I've been saying it for years. Fuck Zachary Taylor and fuck James Polk. Okay. I've been, I've never stopped saying that. I I don't make any bones about it. Zachary Taylor Thomas.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes, him too.
2: (laughs) Uh, So in the middle of the song, there's uh, just a great exchange he has with himself. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And then he's like, no fucking shit. And we need unity. I'm like, wait a minute. Your whole first like two minutes was about the opposite of unity. Like what? So all of a sudden now, like everybody needs to be united or is it just, oh, everybody needs to be united in what I believe in. And uh, I don't know if he's familiar with his core demo, Kid Rock. I don't I don't think he he should have had a verse on Black Lives Matter. I think if he had stuck with the Let's Go Brandon verses. Uh, you know, this there this probably would have gotten some uh, some airplay somewhere, uh, but uh, I don't know. I think that uh, it's it, the interesting thing about it is that to me, it sounds exactly like every other Kid Rock song I've ever heard in my life. And it's just as garbage as anything I've ever heard from Kid Rock. Uh, Ted Nugent, on the other hand, you can uh, feel mm. what you want about the man and what he says, but uh, that motherfucker knows how to play a guitar. He's a very <laughs> talented musician. It's true. Uh, uh, Kid Rock, I feel very differently about. But uh, uh, Jeff, thank you for uh, getting into the studio there. Uh, I appreciate that. It reminds me of uh, uh, one of Will Sterling's greatest hits oh. uh, about uh, someone who's no longer with us, to the yep. tune of a Prince song.
3: <laughs> Another preventable COVID death. <laughs> yeah well yeah that's no that's we didn't have vaccines at the time so i guess that's not true but he was going to crowded places and doing he
2: things. he did yeah he did go to a to an indoor arena where uh bts fans had bought the entire top deck or they like claimed the tickets so there it was like a half full arena which was <laughs> which is a forgotten story from 2020 uh, it was it, it so was powerful. kind of a fun mo- yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't mess with k-pop yeah Uh, and, uh, look, I don't quite know where this is coming from, but, uh, Sam Whitfield, Will and I should make a buddy cop show. Absolutely. Um, can I please, can I please be your captain and, and Whitfield, you're off the force. Give me a badge and your gun. Yeah. You're a cop on the edge. Yeah. And then, uh, Jeff is the one who's, uh, setting bombs throughout the city. And, uh, even though Will and, and, uh, Sam are off the force, they're determined to, uh, thwart what what would your if you were a uh, a mass bomber? What would your name be in this uh, this movie that we're trying to cast uh, as we speak, Jeff? Look at Jeff the, mass bomber.
0: the it's too crowded. <laughs> bomber.
1: <laughs> we'll uh,
0: because I'm very, I'm actually, I here's why I'm actually a good guy. Because my bombs are just getting rid of overpopulation, like, so Thanos, I'm trying to so, make it so you're so that less lines. You're literally, Thanos. Yeah, there's less lines for things like yeah. movie theaters. They call him like Doctor. Rides. It's too crowded. Yeah. Hey guys, the, the line's too long.
2: I'm I'm setting bombs, <laughs> but they're love bombs. Okay. And Dominica Saxon wants to be on as uh, our man on the street, Huggy Bear. Uh, look, I, I think that. Uh oh. Here's a reference from Keith dad. At this point, obtaining unity is as unreasonable sounding at quest as sending two hobbits to Mordor to throw a ring into but Mount But they Doom. did it. They but did they it. they did it. Yeah, that's, uh, that it, series is coming in the fall. And the, it only
3: uh, took Gollum to snatch it and fall into the fire to get rid of the reason that nobody was unified
0: so did we you, just have to push did to you the guys watch marjorie taylor intent. green grabs onto That's, the ring and she yeah. falls i was like Who into was pushed mount, doom? Into mount
3: doom and it's definitely marjorie taylor green for sure she's
0: definitely the golem of she is the, the most legal esque yeah she, Dude, i could uh, just see her like popping out of like a little hidey hole behind some of them like <laughs> i
1: remember
3: one time she posted this video about like how tough she was like i've heard doing kipping crossfit pull-ups and i was like oh, yeah. oh jesus god you're it's cross. Oh fuck! Of course, it's CrossFit government. That's exactly what what you are.
2: <laughs> are uh, are uh, are either of you guys excited for the uh, Lord of the Rings series that'll be on Amazon Prime uh, later this year?
3: I I'll check it out because I like Lord of the Rings, but like I didn't I haven't watched the Wheel of Time. I don't know. The yeah. older I get, the more like fantasies. If it's super dry and sci-fi is the same thing. If there's not a little tongue in cheekness or a little humor or something to break it, like it's just hard for me to do. Like yeah. Dune, I was like, this is so boring i get that it's good <laughs> but there's no humor at all
2: to be fair there were not jokes in dune there was uh,
3: a little bit only because jason momoa's presence is very lovingly broy. crack you crack smile because you're like i like him i like that guy and then he's yeah and then what, he dies.
2: what was his name jimmy wisconsin or something yeah duncan
3: yeah. idaho <laughs> no, Duncan Idaho. <laughs> patrick north dakota I thought it was, yeah that's well
2: it was. uh what what about Maury, you Jeff? montana are you excited for a Lord of the Rings series? You know, I mean, basically, yeah. if you break up all those special editions of the existing movies, you could get like a 12 episode series anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed the movies. I think I rewatched them not that long ago. Um, I'll probably check it out. But it's frankly, I'm just it's one of those things where I don't trust the decision makers at Amazon. Like there are shows that I have watched that are Amazon shows that I'll enjoy. Like Invincible yeah and there's a new cartoon like vox machina or something that's basically the same animators and similar vibes um is that good that that... it was it was like three episodes it was it was interesting i don't think it's great but it's it's interesting i wouldn't i'd say i enjoyed invincible more but it was definitely it's got some merit it's got a good voice uh talent like um A couple people from a video game I really like are voices of a couple characters. The Last of Us 2, there's one of the main characters, Ellie. She voices one of the characters in the show. So I was like, hey, I know that voice. Um, But just in general, Amazon shows, I don't know. Like, I'll I'll watch them. And if I get into it, I'll keep watching. But I'm not like, oh, Amazon has a new show. Better check it out. Because I just feel like whoever makes the decisions... I'm not their target audience. You know, I tried to watch that Man in the High Castle a couple times, and I fell asleep every time because it was so fucking boring. I did watch them.
2: Did either of you watch? There was that uh, David Tennant show. It was based on a Terry Pratchett book, Good Omens. I think it was. Tried to same thing. I tried to watch
0: it, and in the other guy, um, the one who plays the vampire in those underworld movies, and he was in Frost. Ted Cruz. No, yeah, Uh, British guy. I can't think of his name. um oh 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 michael, oh, oh, michael, oh. Sheen. michael sheen that's yeah. who it is yeah, yeah so dude, he yeah. those two guys i tried to watch that but it, i just couldn't get into it
2: all right wait we have uh dueling uh answers here in the chat we have uh <laughs> raging rhino says good omens keith's dad says bad omens and then he follows up yeah good omens oh,
3: okay. uh all right so <laughs> solve was, that right. debate see we can't have unity
2: Keith's yeah. dad i also it's, tried to what read just that. happened I also tried to read that book like 20 plus years ago. And also I I watched one episode of the show. Yeah. I like David Tennant, but um, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was out. Uh, So um, by the way, did you guys watch all those Hobbit movies that came out? I watched the first one and then I only enjoyed the half hour with uh, Gollum. And (laughs) I was like, I kind of don't want to, I don't care about anything else. So I don't, Mm. I just never saw the other two.
3: I like the, the, the sort of pseudo historical fantasy drama about, um, Ancient landowners called good Yeomans.
0: Mm. What about you, Jeff? Did you see the uh, Hobbit movies? Uh, no, I liked the old one. Of, is uh, I think the the sequel to the one we'll watch that was called Surfs Up. Was mm. Shia LaBeouf? Yep. Oh, Wait, plays the penguins. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh uh, i saw the 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 hobbit movies you asked yes i've seen those i i watched those i watched all those and i watched all the lord of the rings not that long ago like and by not that long ago i mean like two years ago gotcha (laughs) that feels about like how long it took to watch them um how much
2: restraint this is uh uh, how much restraint do you think there was will from the uh the media as we know it that uh you know uh, tragically the uh voice actor for the original voice actor of charlie brown committed suicide yeah and how many like editors had to step in and say you cannot title this article good grief (laughs) i just felt like there was no way that's that's another thing i knew not to tweet by the way (laughs) But you
3: did get a laugh out of this one, which is so I know. sad. See, that was nothing horrible. funny about suicide. No, no, there Turning isn't. There isn't. Especially, it's very, very, is very boring.
2: No, and I mean, that's what, like, think about what an important, like, that's an actor who has uh, touched all of us uh, multiple times a year, you know? October, you think- November, December.
3: Where exactly did you touch you? Ooh. In my heart.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> Do you think that when the uh, sure. studio saw that, they were like, oh, peanuts. <laughs> is that what people say? Um... God and
2: uh I, the last time we talked, I had not seen the matrix resurrections.
3: <laughs> and
2: A-Rexions. now you guys did not go far enough. You what as friends, you were supposed to say, Oh, but don't watch it. You, you didn't actually go that far. And either one of you could have gotten in the way and told me not to watch it. i I like watched it because it was about to leave HBO max for free. So mm. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. And, uh, there's a lot of things that I think didn't work in it but the number one was wh- why the fuck Everything. is doogie in this movie? It was it took me out of every scene he was in and it's fine like <laughs> in the early part of the movie yeah. but then when it's like oh wait so now he's like evil doogie? No, I I I
0: I I can't. I That I just was about can't how therapists are liars and you shouldn't trust any diagnosis you ever get from a therapist because they're probably the machines trying to hold you into the matrix. That's
3: right. Let's go, Brandon. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Fauci. I can't
0: believe how many Republicans are fans of Brandon Lee. Like (laughs) I miss him too. I I, was good.
3: If that was really the major problem is that they just loved Brandon Lee so passionately. I think we'd have a lot less problems. Uh, yeah because I think they we would could at all
2: least... i think we could all use a little bit more crow in our life we could yeah for sure
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, speaking of, notes, Christian.
2: I'm speaking of crow from Mystery science theater 3000 but that's oh. okay we could have brandon lee as well um yeah i uh i mean it's like they spent this movie setting up a movie that i don't i i don't want to see which is whatever the next one would be and uh i i don't know i just i, I just didn't enjoy it and uh, I I was just like, Oh, what, what, what was, what was, what was happening? You know, I, but, I, I didn't know. I don't know why that you want to bring back the matrix. Give us all the stuff we liked about the matrix. You know, most of us don't even remember the second and third movie you could have just done like they do with Halloween. And like, we're going to do a sequel to the matrix one. And you're like, Oh, you mean a sequel to matrix three? No, we're doing a sequel to matrix one.
0: Yes. Are you telling me that if they released the Matrix Reloadeder, you wouldn't go to see it? Because <laughs> I would yeah. for that title. If they title it, because the second one was reloaded. So if they yeah, titled this know. one Reloadeder, what if I it was re or uh
2: Raging Rhino, Matrix Resurrections was basically the original Matrix with a warmer color palette and NPH, uh, basically. Uh and uh Dominica Saxon, the idea behind Matrix 4 was good, but they just couldn't bring it to the table uh yeah i um i'm glad i didn't see that one in the theater um but uh you guys did not give it a ringing endorsement so um i i you know i i didn't uh, I, said I it didn't was the second like,
3: best matrix movie it was a necessary but it's by the way, somehow still even the second best.
2: even seeing it yeah it's probably the second best matrix yeah. matrix movie yeah i think you're probably right
0: <laughs> not a fan of the animatrix are you
3: oh i do
2: like I, the
0: animatrix but I, I okay does that so,
2: count as a
3: matrix i mean i, guess. I don't know does it count
0: I feel like they included it in the box sets a lot. They did. They did do that. Uh, so uh, um, another movie
2: that I didn't see in the theater, and Jeff, I assume you have not seen Licorice Pizza that Paul Thomas. Anderson I haven't, had.
0: but I really wanted to. I really want to still. Like, a, so, I, the soundtrack alone, because I've been getting into vinyl, makes me go like, ah,
2: oh, I need this. It's interesting that you say that because um, one of my complaints was that it was set in the seventies and uh i felt like paul thomas anderson uh just went for like what's the most expensive songs that we can clear and get the rights to whether they fit or not because there are great songs in the movie but i'm just like man just like you know like get a get a deep cut or two in there uh but that wasn't actually my my main problem will you had a a post about this and oh, and, and yeah. Jeff you know what the fundamental storyline is of the movie right we're not we're not ruining anything for you if we talk I'm about not I don't is. know a
0: ton about it but I won't be upset by yeah the, I yeah
2: that this won't this won't impact your like if you saw a trailer for it or a commercial for it, it you'll know the, for what Will's comment is, which is uh, I I don't disagree with anything that you say. I just I have something to add as a follow up, Will. But uh, your thoughts on on about I didn't history? know
3: this about the movie because they both look young in the trailer, but yeah. uh, she's twenty five and he's fifteen. Yeah, and it's like a love story, and uh, yeah, I was like, <sighs> we're not gonna yeah. say we're not gonna we're not gonna okay. Well, and if the roles were reversed, we. we the movie never would have gotten made. So agreed. Okay. By the way, yeah, cool. I mean, so he's a genius. Well, I guess Jeremy
2: Irons would have been in Why it. Why is she twenty
3: five? Why does she need to fucking be? Would if she that, was eighteen, I would get it because it's like, oh, yeah, they're kind of close. She's enough. a senior. He's a freshman. Whatever. That's and, a weirdy kind of thing. A high schooly thing. A seventies thing. Twenty five and fifteen. No, that's
2: yeah. That's and weird. and by the way, I think that. I, I, I believe it or not. I don't actually know this, but I, I assume the uh, age of cassette in California is probably 16. So it's like, it's like almost in California. The oh, there was 18. I, I don't know. Maybe it was in the seventies. Cause it, it sure seemed like it. <laughs> in this movie, oh. everybody yeah. was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. I, I did find it. Like I, I agree. the same actress who I thought was good, you know? Yeah. And I thought that this kid was good but she could have, she didn't need to play 26. Yeah. You no, could have they said she, kind you, of the
3: same age. If you told me she was older.
2: 17, I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. Yep. She just doesn't like them. Um, So that I think was like, okay, yeah, this isn't great. But I think if I'd liked the story more, I, I probably would have just given it a pass. I think Bradley Cooper is fantastic. We can talk about that some other day when uh, Jeff has oh, seen man. it. Uh, unnecessary, but fantastic. you guys like peanut butter sandwiches.
3: <laughs> That's my favorite line of the whole movie. Um,
2: but you're not the first person who anything. raised the uh, the age difference. My thing was why are more people not talking about the scenes in the Japanese restaurant in licorice pizza? Oh yeah and I I like that actor a lot uh, you know he's in like the the Christopher guest movies uh, yeah John uh, John David Higgins John Michael Higgins I think John Michael Higgins um but he's like doing this really racist Japanese voice. Yes. In a Japanese restaurant With his Japanese wives Plural uh, And I'm just like how, How'd how that make the movie? Like how is that in there in 2022? I, if that movie I was made it... in the day That it was set You'd be like yeah right But I I was thinking about it I'm like this is like an SNL sketch in 1982 right. that would have gotten cut after dress rehearsal because it just I, it, yeah. it just doesn't work. You know? I thought
3: that he was trying to illustrate some point about like oh look how things used to be and then was going to be like criticize it but like never did. That nope. was just a there thing no and payoff. I was like yeah is yeah this? yeah is that
2: in the movie yeah yeah I I I don't know that it was just like I just remember just, just while I was watching it with my wife and we we're just looking at each other like which has happened. Yeah, we, yeah. And then they go back in, you know? It's almost like, oh, you love that so much you did two scenes of it.
3: Okay. Yeah. And you could easily cut those scenes and it would have changed nothing about the movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um I I I like Paul Thomas Anderson in general, but I think his recent output is not my favorite. I think that's not a hot take. I'm not going too far out there. No. Uh this was I think better than what I've seen recently. Uh you're never going to just to me he's never going to top Boogie Nights, but uh <laughs> But uh, keep trying Keep making movies I find him a very interesting filmmaker I think that there were things about this that were interesting uh, But yeah, I just uh, I just didn't quite get it uh, Keith's dad uh, We need more movies like the new Ghostbusters I screamed in excitement at that movie So many member berries there was, That was definitely this was a good oh, callback mem- The member berries Oh, member! Yeah. <laughs> by the way, the member berries are from so long ago. Now, now it's like member member berries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you guys see the new Ghostbusters? I know not it's available it digitally now. No, yeah. I did. Uh, not you did see it? Did you like it, Jeff? I did. I thought it was yeah. fun. I really enjoyed it. I was impressed because I went into it thinking, like, well, they're they're never going to top the Wesley Jones, uh, Kristen Wiig one, but uh, well, I'll give duh. them a chance.
0: <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I think this would have been a better movie with Chris Hemsworth, but. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's all
2: right. Let's put Chris Hemsworth in every movie, uh, yeah. that uh, whether he belongs there or not. Uh, no, I was very impressed by it and I enjoyed it. And uh, we did do a whole Black Cast episode. If anybody has seen uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, after you see it, if you haven't seen it, uh, you can check out our episode about it. Um, and uh, Lewis Cox jumping in into the chat. Uh, I say this Spider-Man no way home made me almost cry joyful tears. I fucking loved it so damn much. Uh, yeah, I, I I've, I've owned up to uh, a couple of tears in that movie and uh, I do want, I think I, I think I got to have to check it out one more time uh, before it leaves the theaters because I will probably do what I usually do and buy a Blu-ray that I will watch maybe in like four or five years. So yeah, um, uh, but if I if I go see it in the theater, but I still need to see Scream. I, I had hoped to have seen that mm. before we did this show, but I did not get there. Um, anyway, uh, so in general, were you able to enjoy Licorice Pizza, or did the fundamental conceit of the love story at the heart of it just kind of... Make no, you... I was
3: able to like enjoy it for the most yeah. part as a movie. I just thought it was too long. I there was moments genuine like writing moments where I was like, "Let's this is where we round this out," and it was like, "Let's add two more acts to this," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad you said I that could, because I we're, we're about to 90... add two
2: more acts to this podcast. I, right no, no, no. I so, thought I know, I, know, uh, I know you have to go. So it next.
3: could have been like a Punch Drunk Love, kind of ninety tight 90 minutes. Like that's yeah. the shortest movie he's ever made. That's kind of what I assumed it was. And it was like two hours and 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, God, it's another five day, five hour day at the movies <laughs> just to watch his sweet coming of age movie. Yeah, I guess I'm getting old and like old long yeah. movies now make me spoilers. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> He that's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's part of the problem, man.
2: That is part of the problem. Uh well, uh yeah, I, I hope you uh, get to see it. we'll we'll spend more time on it after Jeff has gotten to see it and uh uh I am um, I I couldn't possibly uh, mail you the uh, Academy screener that uh, I have, uh, so I wouldn't do that, Jeff. So uh, I don't know when it's going to come out for uh, home release because it's like still in theaters. Um, in any case, uh, this was our uh, Big Black Cast four seventy five alive. Thank you uh, to everybody in the chat. It was a uh, Yeah, when we do it in the afternoon, we get a different mix of people who uh, pop in. Uh, But Dominica Saxon, no matter what time of day we do it, he's always there. Except for when I do like a like a one a.m. like Hawkeye season finale. That's when he draws the line. He's like, "Nope, I will not be there for that." Um, But uh, I think that uh, our next episode, uh, I'm going to turn to the best party planner that I know, uh, me. And throw another birthday party for myself for Blackcast 476, because uh, my birthday is a coming. And uh oh, forgot what show I was doing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh we will do that sometime soon. But uh Will uh tell people where to find you and uh I have it queued up. I I the next time we do a show, I will have heard at least one of your new podcasts. I'm very oh, excited yes. about
3: it. Um oh god, I'm yelling. How professional <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and <laughs> Twitter at Will Sterling underscore have a new podcast. Uh, called history rated r where i and my 77 year old conservative former well, he calls himself an authentic conservative because he's not a trump guy but uh, we have our opposing viewpoints but we talk about history and he's a very knowledgeable, knowledgeable guy, guy. we have a very unique fun relationship and uh it's a lot of fun we drink martinis we eat food we talk about the history of cocktails and food and the history of the world and the united states so if you want to hear a history podcast where we say fuck a bunch and drink listen to history rated r
2: yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it, it's basically like Victor Davis Hanson after dark,
3: you know? Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is.
2: <laughs> that's what, you can use that in uh, the quotes, the reviews of the podcast.
3: <laughs> Love, loved history rated art, like Victor Davis Hanson after dark. Yeah, it's
2: perfect. Done. Yeah. Fade to black. Uh, Jeff, you don't have any social media to promote. Uh, although, uh, I do occasionally tag do Jeff cause he is still out there. So, uh, <laughs>
0: Please don't take him down. I, I need to I remember Duray Jeff.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> won't.
0: I'll leave that up somewhere. It's probably connected to my phone, so I can yeah. just leave it where it's at. Yeah. And, but uh, uh, I just have one thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And Kemi Egan wants uh, Will to pour her a martini. We'll check out our uh, history rated R or R rated history. I history
3: rated R. R. History rated R. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, and uh, we'll see you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You got to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You'll get this show, uh, Marvel movie talk, uh, Biden time, and uh, a lot of interviews that uh, I'll I'll start uh, gearing that back up again. But uh, we will see you to celebrate my birthday. Not this time, but next time on The Blackcast.
0: Obama, why you got to cause me so much sorrow? Oh, Obama, why you got to cause me so much pain?
3: I only want a president to make me happy
0: And now I see him in the face of President Herman Cain Herman Cain, Herman Cain Herman Cain, Herman Cain Herman Cain, Herman Cain
1: the tv itunes that put on the bc podcast on no talking to me listen in the black cast keep up on comics and movies two phone ring i answer hoodies i can't talk call back if you please listen in the black cast don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing. Listen in the Black Cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen in to Black Cast. On this episode is Jean Grey. Talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen in to Black Cast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black Cast in my place one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen to Black Cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black hats on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listen to Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny, let's go. Listen to Black Cast. Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, it's on Buzz TV, that's right. It's that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show.
0: We the people, in all we do, reserve the right to scream fuck you.